Cheers to episode 116. Cheers. 116. Truly, Grant. Alcoholic. Tru- truly margarita-style strawberry hibiscus with other natural flavors. <laughs> Water out of a mason jar that Grant bought and then left. Water. I left that? Give it back. Do I own one of these? Give it back. You like those, though. You drank out of those immediately and didn't even they ask. They do hold a lot of water. They're nice. I've never used it for anything but water, though. Stole all my frozen berries and took all my mason jars. Okay. On uh, to the show. First fight that Alex and I ever had was about frozen blueberries. Yep. First roommate argument. We're not going into that. <laughs> what is today? Today is Tuesday. April 11th, 2023. It's 8.37 p.m. Everybody wants Taco Bell. Welcome to the number one sports podcast in the state of Michigan. The world. The world. And the Pistons finally got rid of Dwayne Casey. Well, no, they didn't. As their coach. He's now in the front office. So we have that to talk about today. What else we had to talk about today? A little Masters recap. You know, the biggest golf tournament in the entire world happened. It was a dud again, like Evan kind of predicted. What's um, that? Dud. Ah, I'll save it. Uh, Pistons, we're mainly talking about them because of the coaching search that's about to happen, or it is happening right now. We have the Lions. That news has just been compounding. It was just going to be talk about draft needs, and now we got a listener text about it, and we have Jeff Okuda got traded, which is a huge day for this podcast. And then lastly, college basketball, full swing. The portal, Alex, that's mean what you just wrote. The portal offseason is now like rivaling NBA free agency with there is no offseason. We sleep in May. So we're going to talk about that a little bit. Um, before we dive into all of that, you can follow this podcast at, at Shot of MS on any social media platform please rate and review the podcast if you have not yet subscribe like it tell a friend leave a review if you haven't left a review for the show please do so um our phone number i'd never remember it it's 984-444 stand by for the last four digits pick up the phone and start dialing Um, we did have two texts, no voicemails this week. Voicemails are the best if you're if you are a brave person and want to do that. Um, it is God, I tweeted a lot today. Where'd it go? Ah, 984-444-9286. I will memorize that one of these days, but not yet. Um Okay. With all that being said, let's kick it to Alex for your weekend review. Uh, we can review. Hit golf balls for the first time. Got the master's itch. Yeah. Um, How'd that okay. go? Not bad. Uh, compared to last year when I got the first itch, I hit it much better this year. So that's a good sign. Um, so I did that. And then other than that, I went to, oh, I went to Tecumseh for the weekend, Easter weekend. He um, has risen. <clears throat> yeah. So Friday went to Muck's Pub with the boys in town. And Paige, sorry. Paige boys are back there. in town. Boys are back um, in town. Good time. Celebrated some, a birthday, sort of, a week later. 
that was a good time. And then Saturday went to listener Cody with a K's new home. He's a homeowner now. Saw his house. Very nice. Awesome. We, um, I helped him on his clean off his back deck a little bit, put the TV out in the back, got all buckled in to watch the Masters, and then rain delay. Devastating. And then it was canceled for the rest of the day. So didn't matter anyways for me because I had to go to a my grandparents' anniversary dinner slash my grandma's birthday dinner. Now, Grant, you'd love to know, where did we go? Well, we went to Ruth Chris Steakhouse wow. in Ann Arbor. Don't touch the plates there. No, and the guy made about four jokes about it. 500 degrees. You cannot sue. You will be liable. Wow. Uh, guy was kind of a dork. But I'll never forget when your dad took me up to the Jim Harbaugh room. It we actually had a private sick. room, so we were upstairs. In was it the Michigan room. room? I have no idea. I don't think so. Mm. The dude was telling us about Michigan O linemen going in there, and they all were like chicken tenders. What? Yeah. No wonder Whatever. they can't block in the playoffs. Anyways, <laughs> so that was phenomenal. Steak, phenomenal. It's just a, they just have great steaks. If you're looking for a good one, then go there. Medium Although rare. Yeah, I'm a medium rare, but more on the rare side. They just salt the them. hell out of those, don't they? I mean, it just cuts like butter. It's impressive. I just remember it being really salty. Who doesn't? I mean, I don't. I don't no, I mean it's good, salty. but I remember it being salty. It might have been salty. I don't know. The appetizers are phenomenal, though. Why I did this, I like, go? Seafood tower. It was my is it birthday. Your, is your birthday? Yeah. Your birthday's coming up, isn't it? It April. is. You're an April birthday. I am. I think I've told you it's like the least memorable month, too, which probably didn't feel great in the moment. You've told me happy birthday twice in the last eight years, so I'm not <laughs> really not looking even forward true. to it. I just wait till someone sends it in a text or like Snapchat, shows me your little birthday cake emoji, and I say, oh, last like, year I birthday, got man. three happy birthdays. Total. No, that's not true. There's yeah. no way that's true. <laughs> yeah, I just have a I know, I know one of them. Birthday. I, know, I know one for sure. Says happy birthday on Facebook to actually everybody. your mom has said happy birthday more to me in the last ten years than you have. If Facebook someone, posts count, somewhat yeah, those definitely count. That's honestly the most public way you can do it. <clears throat> yeah, no, your mom's locked in. She's always well, someone's got to tell you happy birthday out of our family. I text you every year. If you try to act like I don't, that's a lie. Now I don't know the night. Like I think your I'm going to go on a limb and put myself out there and say your birthday is April nineteenth. Um. Good job. Is that right? Yeah. I would hope you would know Huge. at this point, Grant. We've April, been friends for 20 plus years at this point. April 18th, I will have no clue what's happening the next day. I will wake up the 19th. I will check my phone. I will see a text in the 517 crew that says, like, happy birthday, bro. And be like, oh, it's Alex's birthday. <laughs> and then I will respond accordingly. Listen, man, 26th birthday. I don't even care about my own birthday anymore. So that's my thing. Birthdays are. Like what, what am I going to do that's special? On Everyone my has one. It's a There's Wednesday. Nothing. It's nothing. Nothing's going to be different. I'm going to go to work. I'm going to come home. That's it. You have the ability where you live to do some cool things if you wanted to. With who? Yeah, with <laughs> yourself. You could go see a movie. You could go to the casino and just gamble. Sit down on a roulette table and test your luck. Could on a Wednesday, but I got to go to work yeah. the next day. No, 
<laughs> yes. Okay. Um, so that. How do we get to that dinner Saturday? Yes. Yes. And then Sunday. Is there? My, you say your grandma's birthday. Grandma's birthday and their anniversary. Happy birthday, grandma, and happy anniversary. Yes. And then Sunday, my dad got the golf itch, um, so I went and hit balls with him. Shanks. Yep, shanks. Grass mats or grass was open, which is good. Mm, didn't, nice. Didn't want to hit off mats. Mats are fake. And continue to strike it well. Um, so we have golf league next Monday. We'll see how we do. Did that duo's back for another year? We're trying to go back to back and three time champs. If you did win, would it be three championships in how many years? It'd be three and seven. Not a dynasty quite yet. Three and seven's not enough. Three and five's a dynasty. Four and eight would be a dynasty. All right. Going to have to win two more. I don't know if I'll still be around for next year, but we'll see. I probably would say three and six is a dynasty, too, now that I think about it more. But three and five is for sure a dynasty in any sport. Close, Um, then. We're right there. What'd you do this week? My review. Go to the movies alone? That no, I did not go to the movies to see I might do that movie. this week. There is an Imagine five minutes away from me. Yeah. Question about Imagine. I was on the ticket website. It shows you how serious I was. I was thinking about it. I wanted to look for tickets. And there's like standard format and then like an extra format. As someone who's a expert, what do those differences mean? Is it like 4K versus standard format's all you need, man? Okay. Yeah. I'm feeling like. Have the you ever Mario been to the movie. movies alone? No. Uh, I can see why you're stressed. No, I, I'm not stressed about going alone. I actually think it would be enjoyable. I'm more stressed about just curious about the different formats because it was like four different Mario formats. might have like a 3D thing they do. going on. I That's like why that's, there's multiple formats, probably. I think Super Mario Bros. 3D could be a move. That feels like a movie. No, Evan said on this show that we do not watch movies in 3D anymore in our lives. Oh, Evan said he didn't know what was going on for an hour. Conversation, but didn't we have an argument of saying how the Super Mario's movie would be terrible like two years ago? Yeah, except Grant. So Grant, worst movie taste in the world, thinks that Super Mario Bros. is going to be the best movie of 2023. (laughs) I actually remember three hundred and eighty million dollars the first weekend. Yeah. So it's four hundred million dollars the first weekend. Uh you know Is why it's good? gonna be great? Yes. It's because it was one of the classic movies where like the critics had it at a fifty percent and then the popular was a hundred. Yes. So like that's how you know it's a good movie. Because there's a that's a great ratio. Because I don't care what the snobby critics think. No. That I'm not I'm not gonna insult them anymore. I don't care what they think. I care what the public thinks about a movie. And I remember this conversation because we were talking about like um, I was crapping on Avengers or you know Marvel, and and then I saw the trailer like two years ago, like Evan said, and I sent it in the group. We chat. thought you were trolling. I was just like, serious. "There's no way you like this movie. That's a joke." And I was like, "No, I love because that's my childhood of growing up at my grandma's house playing Super Nintendo, and I just I love the Mario universe." <laughs> so when this came out, and I saw you look at the actors that are and actresses that are voice acting, it's a who's who. I mean, Jack Black is Bowser. That is going to be good stuff. 
I do want to see it to see what the hype's about, but Chris Pratt. I'm not sure I'm going to go to the movies alone to see it. Charlie Day is uh, Luigi, which is the perfect fit for Luigi. I watched the trailer. I watched the newest trailer. I'm watching the trailer. It looked it looked all right, dude. When they fall onto Rainbow Road and then you realize, like the nostalgia. Okay, that's enough, Grant. There's three Uh, movies out right now that people are wanting to see. What's the third? Well, there's the Michael Jordan movie, shoe movie. What's and the then the, the third is popular amongst others, um, Dungeon and Dragons. Oh. That's kind of like Super Mario it. Brothers. He said it was good. It wasn't had nothing to do with the actual game. I think the part might take episodes are enough for me. That's like my little dip into that world. I don't I have no clue what D and D is, how you play, I know nothing. Other than a quick quick blurb from Stranger Things and then playing it. I think going oh. to that movie just Which one? After the Dungeon and Dad Dungeons and Dragons just gummied up would be awesome. <laughs> would be awesome. Probably would be. I think you could feel that way about Super Mario Brothers too. That would be also be fun. Super Mario Bros. I'm trying to stay locked in for all like the little Easter eggs. I think just all in on gummying up for the movies. I think Go to the movie, like thing. funny movies, like movies that you don't care about that much. Cocaine Bear. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Going that to could see be that scary, scary, scary movie Megan with the doll starts dancing. And trying Not to funny. That Very would be scary. funny. It's not I don't scary, like scary Alex. It's a doll. <laughs> a doll that kills people, Evan. So realistic. Scary <laughs> movies are hilarious. Yes. Oh, when you, if they're dumb. I remember there was like 12 of us in your basement when we were in high school and you turn, you like covered your <laughs> eyes with a blanket watching Paranormal Activity. I thought you were going to cry. No, I would and make you think everyone it's funny? watch those movies. Yes, huh? Paranormal yeah, then, Activity now is cry. hilarious. Don't act like okay. you're some tough guy. If anyone says they watch Paranormal Activity, like the first one, and think now, it's scary, sure. now is Because there's a, a lot joke. of movies that are scary now. Yeah, the s- movies that are scary are like actual thrillers that could happen in real life. Like anything that gets out of the realm of could happen in real life is a joke. Um, my other points that I wrote down for my weekend recap is one, my yearly tradition, winter is over. I'm declaring it dead. Mm. There will be no more instances of winter. 75 degrees today. Grant. It's over, Evan. It's going yeah, to get remember down. Remember what you did last year? You totally <laughs> us. Make sure you bleep that one. What was there? You one more screwed storm? us over bad. You said winter's over, and I think we got six inches like two days later. So that already happened, at least here. Like where it was warm, and then we had a huge snowstorm. Uh, it's we're done. hitting a cold front like next week. <laughs> we are. Yes, but like it'll dip back down to the 50s, but we're not yeah. getting any more big Grant inches of snow. It. Yeah, tomorrow. Weatherman Grant doesn't know shit. The next two days in Minnesota are 80 plus degrees, all sunshine. And then we dip into the 50s after a rainstorm. And then we're just going to slowly creep back up for summer. Just like us. Yeah, that's that's where we're at. Yeah. So winter's dead. Not too fast. It's over. 46 for an opening night of golf league. And every day outside of that day (laughs) is 51 or 58 or higher. Mm, 46 for golf league. That is cold. Where your winter gear, Evan. Oh, he got it. Um, <laughs> other take I had, based on the meals I've been eating, I wanted to give some love to Greek food, the whole oh. cuisine in general. We're talking, we're talking uh, olives. Some we're gyros. talking 
feta cheese. Gyro. <laughs> some chicken shawarma. <laughs> yeah, that blend of food. I'll, there's good. a take for you. It's great. Greek food is better than Italian food. And it's Ooh. not close in my mind. Oh, yeah. I don't. <laughs> what, you went to Olga's once and you think it's better than everything? <laughs> you went to Olga's Garden and you're like, yeah, Olga's is, right. Olga's is stinky. Not, well, not stinky. Oh. It's just not that good. It's okay. Olga's is poopy. I will what's say the, though, if you get, uh, what's the authentic Italian? What's that name? Uh, Olive Garden, Carabas, Carabas, Carabas. Italian Grill. <laughs> Max and Ernest. I had that once in Minneapolis, and was like, yeah. I just average. Not, not a big uh, pasta dishes guy. Yeah, no, you don't like carbs. We got it. No, I do. I just not a big pasta. You dish shame guy. people for eating bread. That's not true. Funny story about bread coming up later in this this rundown. But I'm, I don't expect you guys to agree with me because I know that's a crazy take in most people's minds. I just think Italian food is supremely overrated and I would take Greek food over it any day of the week. I just like all food. You muted yourself, so... Alex. Oh, f- <laughs> He's so flustered by that. I just like all food, so I don't think we need to compare. Greek food's great. Every time like we all, have a like work event, foods. every time we have a work event, that's what we get. So, you get Greek good. food every time? Yeah. The only downside of Greek food is baklava is trash. So that is oh, not great for the artist. I like baklava. <laughs> That's disgusting, dude. Dude, what do you mean? It's like honey and cracker. It's just so flaky and falls everywhere. Exactly. It's, it's fantastic. <laughs> um, speaking of bread, Alex, crazy uh, lead in here is McDonald's tried to slow my dirty bulk. Mm-hmm. I go to McDonald's. Burger I with get- no bread. I get a spicy chicken sandwich deluxe, no tomato, and can confirm after thinking back, I did click just no tomato. You can imagine my surprise when I opened the box and there was no bun on my spicy (laughs) chicken sandwich. It was just a chicken thing with some spicy sauce. It went to Raising Gains. And uh, the most depressing looking lettuce you've ever seen in your entire life on top of that. I ate it with a fork and knife. It was gross because the chicken didn't also seem very well cooked. Thankfully, I had a cheeseburger as well and fries. But stunning. I've never opened the box and just been like, there's no button. <laughs> and then my only last thing is I've been obsessed with the show Succession after their third episode of season four. Blew me away. Oh, Top five. The LA Times. What did they say? Oh, supposedly, they spoiled it, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. supposedly they released the spoiler for like the last episode like two days before. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, they did something with this episode that I will not say spoiler-wise. That's kind of absurd to do. Um, but Is this the last episode of all time? No, there's no, still seven this left. Is like that's right why it was crazy. Middle, and they dropped the absolute ginormous bomb. nuke bomb on the place. And they did it in such a unique way that I've never seen done before in a TV show. And it's top five episode of TV I've ever seen in my life. I need to watch it again just to really take in the moments. Yeah. It's good stuff. It makes me want to become CPR I mean, can't certified. really talk about it. but mm-hmm. Can't really talk about it because I, yeah, I like it so much I will not spoil it for other people. Other shows that aren't that good, I would spoil. Like season three of Outer Banks. Like I, if someone asked me like what happened, I would just tell them what happened because it's not that good. <laughs> hmm. um, True. That's pretty much my week. Evan, how is your week or what's Last happened in your life since time. Monday, April Last 3rd? Time week, April 3rd. Last National Monday. Championship. National oh. Championship night. 
Um, start of the year, 4-0, JV Baseball. Travel to Coldwater and Napoleon. Um, easy mm. dubs there. Shop um, those schools. Yeah, I mean, uh, this weekend I hung out with Alex a lot. Mm. Um, Too much, probably. Yeah, some are saying. Not enough. Oh. <laughs> I believe before that. all the fun began. Yeah. Whoa. Friday had um, local watering hole. That was a lot of fun. Uh, Saturday, Masters turned into a little golf since it got canceled. It, like The Masters got delayed or whatever you want to call it. Um, 15 minutes into the broadcast, we all decided to go golf. Um, that was a fun time. Six of us all playing the same hole together. Where was that at? Raise the Valley. Nobody was behind us. Okay. Very nice. Yep. Um, that turned into back where we just did trivial all night after golf. <laughs> <laughs> we split up into teams, trivia up on the big screen. It started because we were playing Jeopardy and then we were competing against that and then it just turned into trivia. And so that was good. And then Sunday had a, just a quality Easter, quality time, watch a little Masters. Um, I did watch an inning of Tigers baseball on Sunday. Still haven't seen a pitch. <laughs> my dad, my dad went to the game. My dad went to the uh, game. Did they? Did they go together with the houses? Yeah, on Saturday. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they saw the sixteen to two game. I think. Yes, I remember. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, they're free tickets, so I guess you can't turn it down. But yeah. I would not be trying to get to that ballpark before June at the or ever really for the summer. Very nice day. <laughs> I think they said it was cold. It, it was chilly, but it was, was sunny. Out, but it, it was a little chilly. It was a four o'clock so it got cold. No surprise to anyone, but I, the report I got was that Mr. Illich has not been uh, shrinking the drink cost despite the team's play, because I think they ordered four drinks, and it was like 64 bucks total, and that's just quite a lot to spend at Comerica Park to watch yeah. that product. But in this flip-flop, you kind of have to drink that much to somewhat enjoy what you're watching. Pre-game. Also true. Or pre Also true. Um, other than that, you know, busy week, long days, just ready for the weekend. Hell yeah. Well, it's, Buddy, only it's Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> Tuesday's the worst enough. day of the week. You got By big far. plans already, Evan, this weekend. No, I don't. I have a game. I have a doubleheader on Saturday. And then after that, I'm probably seeing how many 12-ounce cans I can finish. Mm-hmm. 12 ounce crows. I like to think it's that Evan all, starts his day. It's already been a long week. Already been a long week. It's only Tuesday. I'm going to destroy Taco Bell when you leave this place. I, I will get Taco Bell after I leave this place. Yeah. I just want to. I just. Uh, tomorrow I knows me. Rough days ahead, but we'll get past them. I just picture Evan going to work every day listening to Weekend by Brantley Gilbert in his car, just like <laughs> rocking out. Like, cheers to the weekend, baby. <laughs> Just, yeah, everyone will oh. listen to that and then picture Evan going Saturday to Saturday morning, I was so happy. Did not like getting four and a half hours of sleep, but I was so happy. Saturday morning, I had to work. And so I got to pick the music. Instantly put on Nickelback Radio. Mm. Yes. Got to listen to Chad, Chad Kroger just jam out to me for three hours. It was a wonderful time. It does sound nice. You can't go wrong with a little chat. Nope. You could. You no, can't. Never. It's hard. August, Alex. Funeral. I'll see you there in Pine Knob. I honestly think even funeral kind of plays. 
Pine knob, we're going to Nickelback? Yes. That's going to be a scene. <laughs> I mean, that's like 25 minutes from here. Yeah. You guys should try to go to Pine Knob as much as you can in summer. When I went last, I went twice last summer. It was incredible. And I was thinking, like, why didn't we go there as friends more often? Probably because we lived farther away. But now that you have Alex's home base, you should go there as much as possible. It is a scene. Okay. The Masters. But it's a great golf tournament. Yeah, Like yeah, Alex great. mentioned, I got the golf itch. Tail is always time you sit there. I bought golf shoes. I started watching golf tutorial videos. No. Um I'm ready to rock. Problem is, get I don't have any in. clubs. I don't have Can't any clubs here. Can't so I got, I think the newer version of the ones I used to always borrow from Alex with the twist dial on the Pumas. Oh. Um, a, a lot of people think they're kind of um, old, older generation thinks they're uh, white and then like around the laces. There's no laces, but around that area, it's gray. They're the same as mine, but like reverse. Yeah. Mine are gray with white on the lace part. Puma Men's Ignite. Yeah. They're expensive. So, uh, I mean, no more golf purchases from me when it comes to like new fancy balls or anything. But they're going to be like, I think you made a great decision to get spikes. Or the PWR adapts. Yeah. Uh, I I think they're the, yeah, I think they're the PWR adapt cage with the spin. I was, the problem is, I was trying to find the ones that you have, Alex, are on sale right now because they're the lesser version and I like those, but I couldn't find any in 10 and a half. So I had to. my old spike list ones. Yes. That's also uh, why they're cheaper. Yeah. yeah the spike lists are like a $100 difference. And then I was like thinking, like, that's I used why. to slip in those a little bit. And I just, I'm going to go spikes. If I'm going to make a purchase in a golf, I'm going spikes. In fact, I just oh. respiked my shoes. Oh, I see. The you have to do that. ones. Yeah, your spikes will wear out, Grant, and you'll have to put on new ones. Well, that's unfortunate because putting on new golf grips, I hope it's easier than that because putting on new it's... golf grips works me into a sweat. <laughs> you do. You and I put them these. on. I put two of them on wrong. Two holes. Oh, that seems super easy. That's it. Take, took me 10 minutes. Sometimes I forget that my 8-iron doesn't have any golf tape on it, and somehow the grip still went on and is stuck on there. Hell yeah. <laughs> or no, I can't believe no, you uh, regripped your clubs on your own. That was wild. It's crazy. They're not super lined up as you can imagine. Anyways, uh for the tournament itself, like I hinted at, another year, another underwhelming back nine at Augusta. I would say there was a drama on the front nine, and then you you kind of think something Speak for yourself, dude. I loved the back nine that Jordan Spieth put on. That but was that like was three a- hours earlier. Yeah. That yeah, was I done. Didn't fall asleep about whole fourteen of the well, leaders. No one, no wonder you were like, "Yeah, it wasn't that bad." Because once he got through Amen Corner, it was bleh. Because like yeah, you thought maybe he makes Brooks' mistake. fault. Yeah, it was actually uh, Patrick Cantley's fault. Patrick Cantley playing as slow so as a six-year-old golfing for the first time. Don't yeah. be a Cantley in your group. I like Patrick though. Good guy. <laughs> what did you guys think about? Rom winning. Were you happy to see him win? Were you mad to see him win? I didn't want Brooks to win. Obviously, Evan had different motivations watching this. Yeah. For the pool. I, at this point, yeah. didn't. But crazy enough, whole 12 of Sunday, I was in like 12th or 15th the whole time. I, lo- I looked at the live board, and I was in fourth. And I was like, oh, my God. I've come all the way back just to watch all my guys like double bogey the next two holes. So 
right back down to eighth. Oh, so I didn't have much rooting interest, and I didn't want a live guy to win. So I wanted Rom to beat Brooks in that scenario. I wanted Jordan Speed to win, but that was a long shot, obviously. I don't really care if a live guy wins. I don't think it really hurts anything. It just understand that it's not the leagues that make up golf; it's the players. It has like, changed my perspective watching it this. It doesn't really matter. Oh, you play for the live. Okay, you're better to your family. You change jobs. You get more money up front. It's what the PGA should have been doing. It's really they're just the scumbags who held in money. Because as soon as all the pros left for the live, they increased the purses for all the tournaments. They're like, what's taking so long to do this? Um, well, so yeah, I just realizes that you have to. Correct. So you have like superior talent and you want to see a superior talent at the top majors. Like, I don't care who plays in this week. Heritage Classic down in Hilton Head. How oh, many Evan. how many holes are you gonna watch at this? A lot of big names. How, how many holes are you gonna watch, Alex? I'll probably watch a good amount on Sunday, and that's about it. Okay, my point exactly. Um, if Jordan's if, in the mix defending his championship last year, then yeah, I'll be watching. I'll be watching I, NBA playoffs for sure. I just want top talented guys competing at the top level. John Rahm is now, one of the Evan, best golfers right now, so like you can't dog. argue like, oh, I don't want John Rahm. I think he's a great guy. I don't have any problem with him. Everyone's like, oh, he's too emotional. He gets mad. He's too upset. He's too mean. Like All I hear is like good things. Like It's okay to show emotion after you hit a bad shot. He was a little nutty in the beginning of his career, like where he would really throw Every tantrums. Spaniard was, look at Sergio. But he has calmed down significantly, and Sergio's a prick, Evan, so I don't like Sergio whatsoever. Well, he's a master champion, so you have to respect him. He, I don't have to. You yeah, guys know John Rahm worked with a guy who was a mental coach for bomb diffusers? See how and that's how he started to calm I down. I like John Rahm, Evan. Like, oh. I have no problem with him. I used to be on your side, Evan, right? Or maybe... I don't know if you said that, but I used to dislike him because of that. I but used then to he just on, think he was a hothead. He went on foreplay and seemed like one of the nicest guys that, have, that was that's been on there. I was like, oh, this guy's normal. He, he just, just he was cracking jokes at a ceremony. He just yeah yeah a the speech. Zach Ertz story was Zach hilarious. Ertz, yeah, that group text is wild. I did not expect that group text to exist. <laughs> it's like JJ Watt, Zach Ertz, and John Rahm just casually He's, texting before. In, he, in defense, John Rahm played golf at Arizona State, so like he has um, like the Arizona ties. <laughs> That makes sense. Bill's brother was his golf coach. Correct. Um, most surprising result from the weekend was it Mickelson's Phil good performance, or was it how bad Rory was? Oh, a little spin there. Yeah, Rory did struggle, but it happened. I think it's. it's I think it's Phil. I think Phil's crazy. I think that was a crazy performance. Agreed. Nah. It's historic what he did. Honestly, it is historic, but I still give it. I would say. How bad Rory played? Missing the cut. Yes. Was he like plus four? Not even. It, yes. Not like even that? come close. I mean, I think in golf, like, dude, that happens. Just sucks that it was this week, obviously. But like, what Phil did does not just happen. That is something that's won three Masters and played at the Masters every single year since like '97. That was Fred Couples made the cut. Evan Phil finished second. He's the oldest second place finisher on both sides. Yeah, but like the age whole, the whole thing in age in sports is so stupid now because everybody plays longer. It's so stupid, so stupid. It's one. It's like a stat that everyone's like, "What's the worst stat?" X person became this old. I think what's more impressive, Evan, is Phil has been garbage on the lift tour. He's not even like close to winning on that that tour. 
I couldn't imagine, imagine he showing up to a tournament that playing a tournament at Raisin Valley and then everyone would be out you should shoot well at this course because you play it all the time. Phil's won three green jackets. Okay, Tiger's won more going. and he didn't play that well. He can't he has one leg. He has one leg. Phil has lost fifty pounds. And does he's hitting nukes. and has a gambling problem. We're six hey, sunglasses. We, we can see his eyes do through them. The gambling problems. We do if it affects your family. Well, clearly it doesn't affect his play. The real loser, not in long-term scope of legacy, but in terms of what weekend, just taking it on the chin was Tiger Guys. Because Tiger Guys dislike Phil because he was the he's kind of competitor. And after this weekend, he was certainly much, much better than Tiger this weekend. So a tough weekend for the Tiger crowd. I was I, saying, you want Justin Thomas. You need golf needs Justin Thomas, Roy McIlroy, big names to make the cut every single major. Justin Thomas is very inconsistent. He blew majors. up on the back nine. He I don't think up. golf golf for Grant does not need Roy McIlroy in it because I have I think yeah he's you're been a hater since his yeah we know I mean he hasn't won a major in right over, he's like, never even been close. It's Alex, not like but that's going to final help, group at the British last year and he didn't finish second at the Masters last year he didn't. Have two top three finishes in majors last year. You're right, Grant. He's not even close. He's I'm not. just saying for my. View, I'm just I saying, Rory. You might not, but he's he's still capable and he's right there. So let's relax. We'll see. Yeah, I'm just saying, Alex. We want big names going into. The I do too. Stretch. So I think it's more shocking that Rory, how bad Rory played, because that's his last one to get the Grand Slam. Rory. Yeah. Last one. All he needs is a Masters. Yeah. Listen, Jordan Spieth's going to get the Grand Slam first. I hope. I hope one of them gets it because it's good for golf. Well, Jordan's the best for golf. Speaking Most important guy in golf. No. Speaking of guys who will get the Green or Grand Slam at some point, Morikawa, my guy, let me down because. You looked at how Sunday went. He was four under going into the day. And you saw so many people post like five under, Phil like five, six under. Morikawa just didn't have – if he, if he had his B-plus game, he would have made a charge towards the top and thought he could have contended. But he just stayed – he played like even part of the last day, which was super depressing. So he let Talk about he a was guy a- that rose to the top and then just – Just poo-pooing his way down, down the bottom just like Rory. Just except he wasn't as good as Rory in the beginning. So wow, Grant, your guy struggling. More Coward will finish with more major wins in his career than Rory. Okay. Do you want to wager? Yeah, I'll take it offline. Because <laughs> uh, the field's only getting stronger. It's going to be harder to win that kind of. Uh, I don't know if majors. it is though. It's not. No, because this is having new major down. champions every year is not. But this is what I wrote down: is that. I was doing some research on, you know, where guys rank all the time after this. And as each major goes on, we get new and new winners. You realize, because we were very young during Tiger's heyday. Oh, I remember it. It made it. I don't. I don't remember watching Tiger on my television ever. It just <laughs> makes, like when I was young, like through the 90, 97, 2000, 2000, I don't, I was four years old. I don't remember watching golf on TV. It makes that dominance when you look back so much more impressive and i think if you don't have a figure like that it makes it more wide open but, but you yeah, have so many guys winners. that are really 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 good 
back then there was like three guys that were good, good, and then the rest were like, yeah. I, I think I'd rather have a bunch of guys really good than one guy you just can't beat. I mean, ask Phil. Phil's probably like, dude, if Tyree didn't exist, I would have so many. Well, maybe John Rahm is going to just be that guy. No, I'm. I think what I'm starting to learn is like no one's ever touching Tiger. Yeah, that's that's well known. Or no one's touching Nicholas. I guess Nicholas Thank is still saying. higher. Yep, yes, yep, yes. Yep. He played but, in like 30 more majors than Tiger. Well, Jack's still the okay. guy, but he qualifies for more majors. Mm. But Tiger has lifetime qualifications for everything. When you when you're like Rob, Rob, Rob's so good. Out in a couple of years. Tigers? There's a major that runs out because he can't qualify anymore. That's for I'm pretty sure you win multiple times. You have a lifetime exemption. No, not, there's a major where his qualification runs out. They'll just out. give him an honorary exemption at that point, Evan. I'm watching, watching guys like couples tee up at the Masters every year. Yeah, if they let him. He needs a cart like Paul Casey. He will never do a cart. Paul Casey does a cart? He did for a British Open. <laughs> That's tough. It's a tough look. Um, a massive tree fell down. Luckily, didn't hurt anyone. Never seen that. That was really scary. And I feel like Augusta hates that because they don't want any bad blemishes on their broadcast. And they had a huge tree just fall down in the middle of the tournament. Can we talk about the broadcast? How bad it is? Why is golf coming on at three o'clock for majors? There's yeah, golf. Miss, There's golf because on. you can stream it on the on the internet for free, Evan. On Saturday, Actually, no, not for free. Masters.com, everything is free. They had featured groups. Amen. But you corner. can't watch like live feeds like, uh, of like the big. I'm not, the, you're not watching the broadcast. The big yes, the big not problem was Saturday that you could not see the leaders play golf unless you did like the tracking thing, which is like people. I understand the options there. It's just not a fun way to watch golf when you have to click someone's name and just watch like a queued up videos play of their shots. That's not a fun way to watch golf. You could not watch the leaders play until the broadcast came out and they were already like five holes deep, which is absurd because they put Tiger Woods, who was like plus six in a featured group. Just watch like, him nibble around the golf course. Yeah. And it's not like his fault. It's the coverage's fault, but Yes, Evan, the broadcast was, was bad. And they had the tree fall down and the weather was bad. The weather made me think of this. Am I crazy for thinking that, like, let's say you got asked to go play there or you won tickets in the lottery. Amazing experience. But if you got Saturday's weather, it'd be a super, like, bum bummer. It would oh. not. You wouldn't, you wouldn't look back like, wow, my trip was amazing. Like, weather is king and weather could ruin even Augusta if you were there. I think so. You'd be pissed off. Yeah. I would try to be positive about it, obviously. It just looks so miserable that day. pissed off. So Saturday, you go, rains nonstop, downpour rain. You're wet. You're soaking wet. No, I mean, we don't have to argue. We all know rain sucks. Even if you got to play it, it'd be miserable. Yes. And then be like, all right, we'll still honor your tickets. Come back tomorrow morning. Oh, by the way, it's going to be 40 degrees with a wind chill in Georgia. I I can get over the, the cold. I would to watch golf, though? Coat. To watch golf? Yes. The rain is where it would suck. Let's say it was just Saturday, like the worst weather, and you played it. You come back to the come see people go, how was it? You wouldn't be like, it was awesome. You'd be like, it was <laughs> pretty bad. It probably still look awesome, but... You would talk about your practice rounds and how nice the weather was Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Well, we're talking about playing it only, Evan. No, Evan, yeah, I'm you saying you just... You, it. We're, no, saying, we're saying, no, saying you, you just get dropped Saturday. in Saturday. 
when oh, it got you, canceled. You you home. Fly in, you're like, and then you get flown out. You'd be like, well, the Augusta stinks. Like you wouldn't yeah. be like it was you awesome. You wouldn't say Augusta stinks. You would say it rained and that kind of put a damper on things. You wouldn't act like Augusta sucks because it rained. Yeah, yeah. You, you might overreact and be like, Augusta sucks. Augusta sucks. No, you, you would say that sucks. I would not. You would say that time. sucked. <laughs> I don't think so. Speaking of sucks. Dwayne Casey, get uh, out. Bryson DeChambeau, oh. back in COVID, called Augusta par 67. He missed the cut this weekend. And since he made that comment, he's finished T46, missed cut, missed cut. So he's <laughs> I just like bringing it up whenever he does bad at Augusta. He just sucks. And then lastly, two last things on this. Our picks, real quickly, crazy moment here. Scheffler, Shoffley, and Morikawa, our favorites, all finished four under. Whoa. So nobody won that. Scheffler had a run. And he made that Alex, you ended up winning three. because Siwoo Kim was plus one. Billy Horschel finished plus 12, and Min mm. Lee missed the cut. <laughs> so Alex, by Feels default, good. is Winner. first. It's kind of a Mickey Mouse victory because all of our favorites were good. Or not good, but the same. They were all the same. Listen, my favorite should have been yours, but he had a horrendous par three late late in the round. It was interesting because the way it went, Shoffley was hot. So Evan kind of had the first day. And then Morikawa was there in the middle. And then Scheffler came on on um, Sunday until, was it 11 or 12? The par 12. three, the 12, 12, double, the par three. Double. Yeah, he put it in the bush, took an unplayable with, and then his unplayable was still like one of the worst lies I've ever seen. And he hacked <laughs> it out and then he <laughs> so, put it. Oh my God, it was tough. Yeah. I think between him, I would say Rom and Scheffler. If someone said who, like, came from another country, said who are the best golfers on the planet, I would say Rom and Scheffler right now. Wow, Grant, really getting outside the box, picking the number one and number two in the official world golf rankings. I didn't know that's what they were. I'm just saying it feels like those two. Ron moved up to one. Scheffler moved from one to two. I'm just saying. Really good job, bud. I'm not trying to be crazy. I'm just saying those two are the best two offers in the world right yeah, now. Yeah, no shit. They're <laughs> okay, ranked one and two. I didn't know if it was obvious. There might be some Tiger slaps out there or some Rory slaps. What? Tiger's at uh, like a hundredth. Okay. My, now, last thing, ju- my last thing before the oh. Pistons, Jason Day added to my list. Added to my what? list. He had a bad day. Of what? He said he said on Wednesday he wasn't capable of winning the Masters and you picked him anyway. Stay level, oh. buddy. I'm not asking you. I'm not asking you. Okay, after his second hole, he is four under. He is four he under. He birdied. He finished the day plus. Well, he shot an eighty on the day. <laughs> shot an eighty. Four That's over bad. for the final number. At one point he was nine under. At one point he was nine under. Just think of that. <laughs> That is wild. Just shoot par the rest of the time. Shoot 72. Shoot 73. You know what? Finish shoot 7 under. Shoot 76. I mean, Brooks played bad. That's five worse than Brooks. That's pretty yeah. wild. Um, listener text here. Last thing before we get off of golf. It's a spicy one. So mm. buckle up. Question. Why is Alex such a loser and hypocrite? Jinxing Evans' master pool bet might make him the asshole of the month. Your thoughts, Alex? <laughs> it's got to be one of the younger kids. <laughs> Um, what a great question absolutely fantastic question it's a fair question it's a a little different Um, I was competing against Evan so of course I sent it in order to jinx him I wanted to jinx him it's not it's not like Evan made a bet I didn't have any bets and I was just like trying to jinx Evan out of winning no I was jinxing Evan out of winning so myself could win so it was competition I think it's all fair 
It's a solid And I didn't defense. expect a full-on 80 from one of your guys. I mean, that's just funny. You did that to Jason Day. And I listener mean, Ben won, so it's okay. He did it over text message, and he did it in person multiple times. You did in person multiple times? I just said there's no way you can lose. Multiple times on Friday it's and Saturday. <laughs> I honestly did think on Saturday you still were going to win. The reverse so. jinx is getting out of control, and I found the best way to cope with it is just completely ignore it. Great, because you're no I was, I was so jinxer. pissed off Sunday. I was so pissed off. When you texted, I laughed. I did. I was so pissed off at you. I mean, Alex, you did so <laughs> It's not early. my fault, Evan. Just ridiculous. And then like, like, Thursday just afternoon. Added, just like, your meme just pissed me off even more. What was I was hoping it? just like, hey, sorry, man, dude, it happens. I, I yeah. would live with that. You wanted me to Alex apologize? Leaned Alex leaned into it. It was absurd. Nah, I'm playing the Hunter Dickinson villain role at that point. <laughs> the Grinch smirk. Ben tried to do it, that nasty trick again with Manchester City. He said, GG's, like, after the first goal. I was like, yeah, sorry, Ben, it doesn't work on a wagon. We're going to win 3-0 right in your face. <laughs> See, I mean, it really didn't make a difference what I said. Oh, yes, oh, it, it does. I feel like Bye. it is. Now, if I would have finished top four and you didn't, then I would have felt bad. Because at that one point, that was going to I don't think happen. you would have felt bad. Well, you should have never, felt, t- you never I was going to feel bad money. if you never got in the money at all. I didn't win any money, Evan. If you did win money, you should have forked it over. Because on Saturday, <laughs> said, well, this should be winner take all. <laughs> well it should and i did think about that when i saw myself in fourth i was like do i should i just give this to someone else <laughs> um okay detroit pistons let's spend five to ten minutes here not too long let's spend um, two i do have some stats about the season finished because they caught my attention because of the coaching thing again to reiterate we were not going to talk about them this week we're going to talk about the pistons and Wings next week we were but they fired the coach so that deserves talking to powerful mm-hmm. position in detroit Pistons season's over. Set the stage. Finished seventeen and sixty-five. Woo! For you, lottery get hot. sweats. Let's get hot. That means that we have a hundred percent chance to be a top five pick. We cannot fall farther than five. We have a fifty-two percent chance to be a top four pick and a fourteen percent chance to be top one. Which, when you say those out loud, is not very comforting. No. It's pretty crazy. You only have fourteen percent chance to get the first pick when you're that bad. Who are we tied with for first pick? The Spurs. And I don't know the third team. <laughs> okay. You, I, right. you only said one team that I know. That I know who's going to get it. The Spurs will probably get it. That the would Spurs be my rigging it. bet. Spurs are getting it. Let's be honest. The Spurs are Wemby getting it. Wemby and Pop? Yeah. But Pop's retiring, so maybe the NBA doesn't want to give it to them. It's a cycle. It's a cycle. We had they our cycle, got injured. David Robinson, it. Tim Duncan, Wemby. Yeah, Wemby. They all were number one picks, big men. They need the Spurs Here. back in the playoffs. Here are some crazy stats for you about how bad this Pistons seasons was. I did some research on pro basketball reference. The 1979-1980 Pistons won 16 games. They won one less than this team. Trivia question for you guys without looking it up. Who was the coach of that team? What year? 1979-1980. No looking it up. Dick Vitale. Oh, I know. It is Dick Vitale. Is it? Yes. Dick Vitale. Was the coach of the worst record team in Pistons history? I did not know that. That was a blast from the past for me. Sometimes my history knowledge is not the best. You could make a case though that this team, despite the one more win, is worse. So on Pro Basketball Reference, they have an SRS simple rating system. It essentially just factors in your average point differential in games and your strength of schedule. This year's team was negative seven point seven three. That team was negative seven point five seven. So you can argue this was the worst season 
in Pistons franchise history. It's 100% confirmed it is the worst defensive team the team the, the franchise has ever had based on stats. And four of the five worst defensive seasons in team history have come under Dwayne Casey. So that's how we got here today. We have not played any defense. Four or five worst years of defense under him. Um, so now we need a coach. And I'm going to start it with James Edwards' article. I think he is the biggest, has the biggest pulse on his team. I think he has good sources. He wrote his article, gave his candidates, and he had a tweet that said, I firmly believe one of these top four in the article will be the head coach. I'm going to read you the names. The last one is going to jar you if you haven't already seen it. I've read it. First is Charles Lee, assistant coach, 38 years old from the Milwaukee Bucks. Jerry Stackhouse was in the top four. Mm. Um, I kind of like him. We'll get to that. Ime Udoka, we all know what that man did, yes. his prowess and off the court problems. And Don't last care. but not least, Kevin Ali was the fourth candidate, which stunned Kevin, me. I'll get him out. I agree. Whoever wrote this article needs to be fired. No, Evan, we just praised the man. Out. He's just listing candidates. He's, a, he's good at his job. He, yeah. No, he's not saying they should, Evan. He's just saying what he's heard. What he's heard. Jay Wright was the dark horse. Jay Wright is also lower in the article. In I, the I would like Jay Wright. He's a winner. He built the Villanova's program. Kevin Alley was handed a program over, and he burnt it to the ground. <laughs> Evan, relax, dude. You act like we hired the guy. But he won if the Kevin Alley is the head coach, I would not Evan, take a breath, my dude. <laughs> Just relax. If he gets interviewed, I'll be pissed off. Um, there was also some tweets from Woj about different assistants, like with the Thunder that Weaver knows, but I'm only going off of this article because I trust James Edwards and he's usually all over this team and he felt one of those top four is going to be hired. So with that being said, you can go outside the list if you want. I want to know in a dream world, who's the Pistons coach? And I think we know worst case scenario based on Evan's reaction. I tend to agree. I do not want Kevin Ali to be the coach of the Pistons. No offense to Kevin. I just, I don't want to do that. Um, I have scars from what we watched after the championship at UConn. But I am curious, maybe do like who you think is going to be coach and who would be a dream to be coach. Oh, Alex. Alex. Why? Why me first? I'm going to go first. I got, got two dreams. I got okay. two that I would be good Tom with. Is no, no dream. <laughs> no, stop. No, we're winning national championship next year. Dream. You are. Yeah, Preseason national championship. Absolutely. Hit it, Evan. Phil Hit your oh, two. Well, you started talking, so I backed off. Uh, Nick Nurse. Mm. Poach. Well, there, I saw an article report that he's going to look at other options and not sign an instant contract. Mm. Something about his contract that he's going to shop around. He's going to look around. Um, and then uh, I'm going to butcher his name, Grant. So if you want to shoot out that name again. Ime Udoka. Ime Udoka? Yeah. Udoka. Yep. I don't care what happens. He got over it. He was going to be the Nets head coach. And then backlash there. Um, obviously, I think he's learned from it because he's not a head coach in the NBA anymore. Or I would hope he learned from it. Um, he's just good at basketball. Good. I, mean, I don't think Boston wanted to fire him, but I think it was one of those things that they had to in that situation. He would still be coaching Boston if that situation never happened. That's how good of a coach he is. And yeah. he's the head coach at Detroit. Hopefully, he can persuade uh, 
Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown. Mm. Hey. I like that. Connections there. Maybe Jason oh, Tatum, too. Those are my two. Uh, Kevin Holly, absolutely not. Um, there's no really college guy that I think. Wrong. Is it, tr- what college guy can translate? Jerry Stackhouse. I don't know if he can. Turned around terrible Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt wasn't that bad. Can I give you one Kevin thing? Stallings. He wouldn't Did he make the tournament this year, Alex? Didn't, didn't he coach in the NBA as an assistant for a while? Here's a nugget for you. Played at the Pistons, hometown hero. Because when I kept saying the Stackhouse smoke, I was like, well, I don't really care if he just turned around Vanderbilt. This could make you feel better, Evan. I'm not. He's not my first choice. But he's he not started before Vanderbilt in the G League, won a G League championship, and was G League coach of the year, then jumped to college to coach Vanderbilt, and then turned them around to 20-plus wins. So I like that he has the G League I know it's not the NBA, but it's the feeder school, and he was coach of the year and won a title in the G League. I don't hate that. I think that's good. It's a huge PR move because he used to play it for us. Like That would win the headlines in the press conference, but it's risky. My two are EMA. They're all risky, honestly. Number one, assuming he can get Atlanta. over. He's not coming home. He Home as in he played play, for the Pistons, yeah. Evan. Alum. No. He bleeds Detroit. He bleeds Detroit. It's like saying like Grant Hill's coming home. Yeah. Yes. To be our announcer. Emay number one and then Jim Nance number two for me. Huh? Jim Nance? <laughs> no. No, Jerry Stackhouse would be two of those people on that list. I don't know anything about these assistant coaches, so I don't want to jump for that. Definitely not Kevin Ollie. I'm down Although for Charles it might be Lee. cool to have Kevin Ollie now because his redemption arc after Evan crucifies him on this podcast would be exciting. He could work in the NBA. I th- he might. Might be easier for him. No recruiting. It takes a different type of coach between leagues. I don't – I'm not going to be mad if we hired Charles Lee, the assistant from Milwaukee. I like that he's young. And, like, my biggest thing that I think we've done bad is that we just hire recycled old coaches. Look at Stan Van and then look mm. at Dwayne. Like, I don't we Definitely don't it. want that. We hired a guy who got fired after winning coach of the year. Kind of tells you something about like what the organization that let him go thought about him. It's like, I don't need the recycled guys. I would take a shot on a 38 year old who's ever been a head coach before. Whatever. I mean, that's what happened with the Doka. I would take him. The thing is, they're all risky because Kevin, we saw well, UConn. That's, the, that's what happens in the market. Emay, Brad Stevens, call Ime him. Might uh, yeah, you should call Brad Stevens. Absolutely, that'd be sick. Um, Get him out of the front well, office. Well, he's got to go back to Butler at some point. But Emay. Got to watch your wife if you're in the front office. Jerry Stackhouse go, has never coached NBA. And then Charles Lee, never been a head coach before as well. So risk with all. Dream, just because I think it would look so cool and visually appealing, Jay Wright. That'd be sick. Jay Wright would be awesome. It, I admit it may not work. He might be too old. It might be John Beeline 2.0. But I'd like to think that he could get our guards. I forgot John Beeline was an NBA coach. Yeah. <laughs> old school, like. Great guy, and then sometimes like, yeah. like the NBA players turned college coaches that everybody wants in the NBA. Grant, Juwan Howard, and Penny Hardaway. See, that would be a mistake. I think. I think Juwan could be better than Penny if I had to put Penny's if- got the boys cooking now in Memphis after he had some mistakes with Amani, and he recruited Jalen Duran. I think both those guys could be better NBA coaches than college coaches, but I don't think I'd give the keys to them 
right now. Could we get Eric Spolster to leave Miami? No, probably not. No. Steve Nash? No. Anybody want him? No. After his failed experiment? No. I, I'm front office failed in there. The reason I like this list is because uh well three of the four would be first time NBA head coaches. Um and Doka has barely been one, was really good, had problems. Like, I, finals. I just want freshness. I don't want to recycle some old coach. So I don't hate the list. Uh I think they're on track to turn this team around i this is not the show for that but i, I will not quit this team because how much i love them from my childhood I, I still have hope for next year to be much much better and this is the first step they just they had to get rid of Dwayne. i guess not get, like i said he's just not getting rid of him but moving kind of weird um but it is what it is and that's the pistons how how poorly oh. would tom Izzo do as pistons head coach it could go this like Beeline. I think it'd be a, a year and a half. Max. The, the thing with Beeline they would, they would that never. they reported was that like he was, he was like nitpicking the players' fundamentals, which is probably aggravating. Like to him, like they probably have sloppy passes. You see how sloppy the NBA is in the regular season, and like these guys just don't want to be coached hard in practice. Like that is what the gist I got, and they got fed up with them. And then he has comments in the film session and called them thugs, and then he was fired because someone on the team leaked that to Woj and tweeted it. So I think Tom would be fed up with the players after two weeks. I think he'd do the reason he never jumped. He I had think he would do better because like he's really good buddies with Draymond. I think Draymond would help him. Like this is how you have to talk to NBA players. I'm sure he could figure it out, but I don't think he would want to figure it out. That's why I'd worry about Jay Wright. Like, cause does Jay Wright's like land on two drills that are awesome? Do those work in the NBA? Or does Jay and Ivy and Cade say, we we're not going to land on two feet. I'm going to go dunk the ball over someone's head. I don't know. I mean, Villanova has like the most NBA players in the last few years. They are. Jerry obviously knows how to develop them. Um, okay. Other Detroit team, the Lions. Before we get into draft needs talk, Jeff Okuda got traded today for a fifth round pick to Atlanta. Alex fist pumping. I'm sad. My emotions about this trade are sad. It was out of the blue. I was stunned. I saw like speculative articles that he could go to the Rams, but it seemed like those were all just fake. Well, it turns out they were actively shopping him this whole offseason, which hurts. I mean, we did talk about after free agency that I said, does it feel like his days are numbered? Because you just look at who we brought in. Alex is laughing. He's making me mad. It's, it's just, just it's hilarious that you didn't see it. <laughs> like, it just sucks because the football brain, I'm like, all right, whatever. I trust Brad. Let's go. Let's go ride. I'm not mad. I don't think like the Lions got worse today necessarily. I just like this human being and want him to be successful because of how much I've invested into him being good. And he's polarizing and he's fun to it's talk about. It's all about you, Grant. All, it's all about you. That's uh, everyone's life. Is. You just you were just wrong about him, and so now you need him to be here to be good. And I'm, now that he's gone, it feels like you lost the argument. I'm not wrong yet. Brad and I are aligned. We think he sucks, and so Brad traded him. And Evan secretly, despite him trying to play both sides most of the time, he agrees that getting rid of Jeff Okuda was the right decision. Only in one situation, I thought it was a good situation. The money. 
the money. But you say yes, because remember, Evan wants to be if you take, the Oakland okay. A's of the NFL. <laughs> You're correct. If you take the name off of what Jeffrey Okuda was, take the yeah. name off, take the position, take all the history, you just look no at that one player. Noticed. You look at that player. Okay, we filled in depth around this player. Player X. Um, he has a ten million dollar cap hit. He's got one year left on his deal. We're not going to sign him. It's basically we need to move on from it. And so that's what happened. Bad. I don't think it's bad. I would I would have loved to see him turn it around. He needed to change positions probably if he wanted to have a chance to be decent. I think he would have. I think just the whole stipulation, the whole bad mindset, it was because, one, he played Ohio State. Two, drafted by Matt Patricia. And three, he was a third pick. I mean, I hated the pick the day it happened. So this feels like a good day for me Correct. to be right. I mean, I didn't want to it either. I, listen, I wish the best for Jeff. I hope he becomes an all-pro in Atlanta, blah, blah, blah. I wouldn't be mad. It's just he doesn't fit here, and that's I, that's okay. I need him to be all-pro. He will never him. be all-pro. He won't, Grant. I still, like, it's just going to be one of those guys I'd go to, to the ground with. Like, I just see so much talent in the way he moves around a football field. And he did. He'll have good games. He'll have a pick, and you'll see it on red zone. You'll be like, oh, my God, that's my guy. And then I'll retweet it. Give up three touchdowns, and then that's just how it's going to go. I and he, I know the end of the season is going to be what it was. I still think an injury played a part he in got how the end of the season. Grant. I, I think an injury played a part. He was having the best season of his career, like, throughout the beginning. Not like hard he to do. Was, we, we had a show where, like, Okuda's back. Like, we're all in. You were in. You were like, Okuda is good. He's good at back. tackling. That's what I said. Good at tackling. Had a pick six. Won us the Chicago game at Chicago. Evan picks that off and takes it to the crib as well. Mm. He had moments. He, he <laughs> Grant, was, you might get He that. had a great game in Minnesota. He had a lot of breakups where we like, oh, he's good. He like he's arrived, and then he had an injury or something happened. I mean, he just he just don't laugh, man. The guys had so many bad luck. He got drafted into Patricia. They shoved this kid against Devontae Adams day one to replace Darius Slate. They did this kid so dirty. He gets hurt in every year, which again, red flag. I understand. I just wanted to ride one more year with him, and then we can let him walk if we let him walk. I just didn't getting traded. The optics of the headline, third pick in the draft trade for fifth round pick like three years later is such a bad headline that you cannot overcome unless he makes all pro. And then we look like idiots, which is what I want. No offense, Brad Holmes. I love you, but I hope you look like a big dummy after this trade because I love Jeff Okuda and he's my guy. Who did we draft in the fifth round last year, Grant? <laughs> James Houston was at the pick. It was him or Malcolm Rodriguez. Malcolm was six. So, yeah, James Houston sounds right. Who would you rather have, him or Jeff Okuda? Jeff okay. Okuda. <laughs> no, you, you don't mean that. You put me in a corner, dude. You put me in a corner. <laughs> you don't mean that. It's time. It was time for Jeff to move and on. I just and it's better to get something than nothing. Veterans, like we talked about how he could just spend a whole year with CJGJ and become a dog. What a was he? He wasn't going to play. Yeah, he was. Where? <laughs> Special teams. <laughs> Mosley's coming off an injury. He could be outside while Mosley gets back. Mosley's a starting corner. Jeff yes. is a starting well, special teamer, gunner. Jeff, sh- Jeff would be a great gunner. Wow. He's not even going to start in Atlanta. Yes, he will. They have one good corner for Him, sure. Him, AJ Terrell, and Jesse Bates going to be locked down secondary. 
No offense, they might Jared, move him to no offense Jared Goff. He should move to nickel. No offense, Jared Goff. I hope Jeff Okuda has three picks when we play them. Do we play them this year? I Yes, we I'll play the South. So. We play the South. We do play the South. Oh, my God. We play Okuda. When JMO torches him deep, I will be dying. JMO, love you, JMO. The tweet was way too fast to say I need that. No, number. it wasn't because he realized <laughs> Jeff sucked. Evan, did you see that? How fast it was? It was five minutes, roughly after the he, Okuda he fired announced. Two tweets within ten minutes. He of said, Okuda. "I'm gonna need that number." Or I gotta read it. It was like a lot. <laughs> I did not see this. No, I yeah. sent it. JMO did not wait around for a also, second. I, my stuff won't load in my messages. I I need you to fix your phone. It's just like the body wasn't even cold yet. The body's warm Dude, and JMO's out because here. Because JMO doesn't like, give, give me, a shit about said, Jeff Okuda and why should said, he? Give me that boy's number. <laughs> I need that Uno back, please, with 20 exclamation points. <laughs> yeah. And then he tweeted again. I'm sorry for everybody who got that jersey, but I need that Uno, man. Sad face, sad face, shaking my head. And then someone said shadow box for it and said, we can box for real, whoever want it. <laughs> It'd just be refreshing to see a guy wearing number one. That's pretty good. Well, we'll see if Jared can hit him. Anyways, this is not about other lines things. Um, listener text. Listener text about you, Evan. Someone's asking dumb. about you. They are saying, I don't know if it's supposed to be good or bad, but back when the 40-yard uh, combine was happening with 40-yard dashes, I asked everyone for their 40 time. We had Alex around, I don't know, 4.8. That feels right. I was a 4.99. Never forget the day I broke five. And I tweeted out before Evan texted, but I said four, three to four, four. Evan, I think you said four, four, six is what you remember. Well, it turns out. Someone's saying Evan can't do it. No, no, no. They said this was swept under the rug and it needs to be addressed with that screenshot of the tweet. And then a headline saying 2023 NFL scouting combine, Texas RB Bajan Robinson runs four, four, six, 40 yard dash. So I don't know if they're trying to compare Evan to Bajan in a good way, or they're trying to crap on Bajan and say he's as fast as Evan. I or think they're saying a Evan on a laser can't get a four four six. Personally, Evan, I think you can. Well, I don't know what I would run on a laser. Mine was hand. You got some extra weight now from high school, probably, right? Three pounds. That might that might carry you a little faster. You might clearly, get I'm not as in well shape I was in like peak high school, like athletic ability um so i don't know if i could run it now obviously not but back then i mean i hold myself i hold my bargain up to that no i i, I don't know i i'm just you put evan in i don't really know in the backfield for the detroit lions from the two-yard line with that o-line Evan scores it just as many times as Bijan does, if that's the comparison <laughs> we're making. I just don't know what they're trying to get at. Like, it needs to be addressed. It was swept under the rug. Are they saying Bijan's bad? Or they're saying Evan's a freak athlete. Yeah. I view this as this is good Minus for Bijan. Minus the height and weight. Because Evan's really fast. And when he ran that time, he's super fast. So I think that's good for Bijan, if anything. I don't think it's like, oh, yes. your franchise running back's only as fast as Evan. No, like, Evan's fast. So that is a good thing. Franchise running yeah, back. Yeah, so eat it, dude. Eat it, listener. I'll accept it. No, I'll, I'll accept the compliment. Bajan's like, you know, he's got he's more well rounded athlete than Evan, but oh, absolutely, <laughs> bigger. Like if you do admit that, Evan. Obviously, you tackle a hard hit a little bit better than I could. I could tackle him, but now it's addressed <laughs> that Bajan ran the same forty as Evan to the number allegedly. So allegedly, <laughs> um, 
All right. Little sprinkle of draft talk. We're going to do needs. We're going to break it down into draft needs. Oh my God. I love the draft, man. Love it. All I do every fourth hour I is have type a small, it in every single day. NFL mock draft and just really rant about it. stupid mock drafts. Yeah, right. I think it's so ridiculous that people spend so much time making their own mock drafts. You included, Grant, Ben, listener. Like, I make one just about every single day. Yeah, but for what, guys? I do one a week. So I get the perfect draft how it's going to happen. So it's just I'm never going to – it never goes the way no. everyone thinks it's going to. Oh, it's going to. And it's, so you guys just sit there and do a mock draft and then talk yourself into this is their team now, but then like a week later you do it again. No. I just don't understand what the point Whoa, is. No, I, not a week later, Alex. Like a day later, I do a new one. Especially if you guys are doing them, and then you're not even telling anybody about them. You just do them. I do them for my satisfaction. I just don't I don't <laughs> get it. It doesn't make any sense. Mine's twofold. One, we do our combined one, so I like to go on the platform. That one's use, fine. And I like to like no, like I like to do my own reps, so I know when we're in. We do ours that like, hey, My this reps. guy's probably going to be available. And two, <laughs> Alex. such a weird concept. I think as a fan, like you want to know on draft night what options are available to your team because it's like you you can do different ones like, oh, no trades. You can like, know all that without doing your own personal mock drafts. No, because obviously like the board. Like, I have f- a good grip and I haven't made a single one. I don't think you have. I think you have a loose grip. I no, I think not, not true, Grant. I, I get that, sent. I, I get from, like, sent fly out of your hands. mock drafts by my friends constantly, so I'm always seeing them. The I can big, always see what's happening. No, the biggest thing that I feel is well, one, it humbles me and reminds me how many like college players I don't know anything about. Because as you get later on, you're like, oh, fifth round, like I don't know who any of these guys are. Two. I think it's the best way to figure out like how deep a position is because you can go like I've gone through some and you like take a let's say you take a linebacker in the first round and then you get to your next pick at 55 and like oh there's three linebackers that I like there. So that's like hey let's not do that. So on draft night I'm going to be You're like, right oh. just in case when we get to draft night when Brad calls you you'll be like no Brad I did 18 mocks. I I like this guy. He's going to be available later, so let's just wait. But, yeah, I mean, it just it seems silly to be doing as many mock drafts as you guys do. I don't know if it's just because you hate mock drafts, but it, I don't. This, I think they're interesting, but like this scenario, is it just to kill time because you're bored or what? This scenario you're playing out of like you don't it's have any. Like, it's not like have an any, exam, Grant, but you don't have any control on it. Like that can be applied to so many things in sports where we like. You check message boards to see what's going to happen. Like you have no control Agreed. over whether or not Walker comes back. Agreed. But it's the same thing. Like we're it's like just useless knowledge. I just it's like, like knowing, Evan creating twelve brackets still because he's six years old. It's also helpful to know like kind of what trades will be accepted. Like when everyone's like, "Oh, let's just trade up." Like that's just so easy to say, but you need to know how many picks you need to give up to even get there. Because these these algorithms are pretty legit when it comes to what you have to give up or to move down. So that's good to know. It's just nice to know. I would just love to know the traffic on these mock draft websites. I'm well, sure that there's just thousands of people doing PFF's it. PFFs got so big that it, you now have to pay to do the full. You can only do the top three rounds, I think, or top two rounds because how many people probably use it. Because we just the, make a mock draft simulator on a website and become rich. Put some ads on it and be rich. I had to move to Pro Football Network now. I hope they they stay open because they're the only one that is good for me now. Because PFF, you can only do two rounds since. It's kind of fun, but it's like not to get too into the weeds about mocks. But what no, do we need? 
What I do we need for this team? I don't like doing them until like now. What we need, this is my first need, then we'll pass it to someone else so I don't hog all of them. My f- top need is interior defensive alignment help. Oh. And I word it vaguely because I've gotten so confused with positions in the NFL where like, are you an outside linebacker? Are you an edge rusher? Are you a defensive lineman? I just need someone who lines up not on the edge that who can get to the quarterback quickly on passing downs is the biggest thing we need because we have a Lee McNeil. You could use another one of him, always you could, but he kind of has the run game down, I would say, and I can't pretend anymore. I'm going into this season thinking that Levi Anzarecki is not on our team. I know he is, but like after what we've seen, you can't bank on him turning into what they drafted. And then Pascal's still young. So we need to invest into another guy who can get to the quarterback from the inside on passing downs. That's my biggest need for this team. We're just saying in general, right? Not first round need. Yeah, in general, in this draft, which you need to walk away with. It could be an immediate need or a future need. I would say this one's probably both. Like, you need a guy this season that can do that, and you need a guy in the future that can also do that. Evan? I would say uh, offensive line depth. Now, it might not be on the surface. You look at the team, you're like, well, we don't need this. Our offensive line, look at our run game, look at our offense. However... Our offense carried us to nine wins last year. Our defense was bad for 75 to 85% of the year. If one key piece on that offensive line goes down, I don't Great want to see out. this. I don't want to see this season unfold before our eyes because we're missing a key piece. You saw what happens when you have a healthy offensive line where Decker, Ragnow, and Sue will play all together. I big want of you more to say Decker there. <laughs> well, big he's finally really turned. big. Um, he's paid like he's good, so he should actually play like he's good. He is. Um, so I want more depth, and I think offensive line is one of those things where if you're running the ball well, you don't want to see a small piece just ruin it all. And I think like drafting, I think there's a difference in offensive line in the first and second round compared to the later rounds. And I get that you can develop offensive linemen, but there's a reason why offensive linemen, offensive tackles especially, go in the first round. There's a reason why they're valued more. Yeah. To piggyback on that, because um, I had something that overlaps. So if you have an overlap, you can just add on to it. I had guard as as written down, so a little bit more specific, but I'm okay with tackle as well. Um, the reason I have that is because I was scarred by the revolving door we had last year because of the injuries. Uh, I think we saw like Evan Brown play there. We saw a guy below Evan Brown play there because everyone kept getting hurt. It's right guard specifically, but if you look at our contracts – on spot track great site you'll see that jonah jackson vitai and glasgow are all expiring deals after this year so you will have no guards under contract confirmed going into next year so it'd be good to draft one probably in the second or third guards aren't really a first round commodity unless you're um cole strange from the patriots gets drafted there but we could do second or third and take one there to kind of bolster that they could play right away if someone gets hurt i think vitai's day one starter but we don't know because right guard is kind of a mystery right now so we'll see Alex. well my first one was d tackle my second one was offensive lineman nice so, good meeting uh, <laughs> everyone's I guess i'll move into a luxury spot Ooh. i could go linebacker but that seems too obvious so i'll go um tight end I think we could use a tight end. Yes, I get it. 
the the weird backups last year had some production. Shane Silster had four touchdowns in a game. How talented of a tight end? I'm not saying draft one in the first round, Evan. I'm not asking that either. I'm saying how talented of a tight end. There's a difference when you draft one like in the top four rounds. Asking when you draft one in the sixth or seventh round. Like, are you saying Sam? I wouldn't mind like uh, or Luke Schoonmaker. Like one of those guys, seem Bobo. One is they're four rounds apart, probably. Sam Laporta's second rounder. Oh yeah, second or third, and Scooney's probably. Like I would six. say between a third and a fourth round tight end. Okay. Playmaking ability better than the ones we have. This is a tight end heavy draft, so. And there's a lot. It's a lot. A lot they're going to go early. It's going to be stunning. I already got my tight end that I fell in love with, so. You're saving that. That's right. I'm well, surprised. There's one, position. That, there's one that I wouldn't reach on, but you would just. I would draft him. Who's to behind? And there's like a late round that I think would be absolutely just a Dan Campbell guy. You're in love one is late round? Yes. That's a team. But he loves one in the top two rounds. I do love one. I would take this tight end at 18 if I was running it. It's the Georgia guy. Yeah, it is. He's a different breed. (laughs) He was a man against boys, and then when he plays, he's going to be a better man against other men. Wow. We got to find our Travis Kelsey in this draft is what we just decided. I wouldn't be mad at a tight end. I'd like it later. I didn't have it on my list because I do think this team can function and win playoff games with the same tight end crew they have now. And I have hope for James Mitchell. I like James Mitchell. I have hope for him to blossom and probably become tight end though. Uh, He can can catch. We saw him catch. Sort of. I mean, he can catch the football. Not a playmaker. (laughs) We don't know. Yeah, we can all catch the football. It was his rookie year, wasn't it? Yes. He's like he's like a sixth round, fifth round pick out of Virginia. Year two, let's ride. But But yeah, it's not a bad one. Flashy tight end in the second round would be pretty cool. I want to block more than anything. I don't need any flash because we have the guy. We have blockers. We have the catching tight end already. It's a modern St. Brown. We have a guy that plays the Travis Kelsey role on our team. On third down. Two Travis Kelsey's. Never been done before. <laughs> exactly. Super Bowl recipe. All right. Back to me. I'll go with what's on my list ranked. I have backup QB. Alex, you touched uh, on this on FA. That was another one I was going. Um, I guess this is more of a future pick and immediate need because like if Jared Goff does go down, it'd be nice to have someone better than Nate Sudfeld behind him. Mm. I don't need this to be early. Unless like, okay. like, but now that we know the order, CJ's not making it to six. I would not trade up for him. Like back when we first started draft talks, people were saying CJ might go six or could fall to that. But now it's like, seems like he's locked for top two. So anyone that's there at six, no, from what I understand. And then like maybe a second or third rounder, maybe third. If one of those. Would be nice. That's nice, but that one's tough too because he's so old. He's like already the same age as Lamar Jackson. He's gonna be twenty six. So be twenty six years old. I don't know. Twenty six, so old. Wow. You're right. Yeah, thirty three. Because then Josh by the time McCown he coming, but then the he our meeting with CJ Stroud later this week. But then, as they should. But then, like by the time Hendon Hooker takes over, he might be twenty seven or twenty eight, and that's kind of it. Could work, but. It could work. I got a guy that I would like as a quarterback of the Lions deeper. 
Who is it? That I'll save, like Evan saves for when we do our My Guys next week or something like that. Your Brock Purdy. My Brock Purdy. So backup QB. To Evan. Safe. Um, It's going to be like, well, we don't need this because we sign guys. We have talented guys on the roster. I'm doing this because I'm looking at the books. I'm looking at money. I am. (laughs) That's Dan Campbell. You're Dan Campbell right now. I'm saying that. I'm looking at money. I'm projecting two, three years out. Grant said we're allowed to do that. Smart. I'm looking at wide receiver. I think this wide receiver class is talented enough. You need more speed on it. You can't just have the catch and get down guys. Um, And I don't think Josh Reynolds and Quintet Cephas should stick around much longer. Um, There's way too much talent in this draft for wide receiver core. And Gunger, newer, is always better in that position. Plus, Chuck Sizzle would be awesome to have on the team still. But we're talking deep cut. <laughs> that was that's just one of my, my guys, guys for next that's week. A, that's Alex. a spicy one. That's a spicy that's a my one. guy for next week. I feel Chuck like Reynolds is getting three and a half million dollars. You just tell me a rookie wide receiver can't do the same thing Josh Reynolds does this year. I'm not to scream. No, I get I get Jared Goff has chemistry with him and he's a veteran. You know, he helps the roster. Helps. I don't you know, think anyone's arguing with you. No. I didn't have it on my list because kind of like tight end, I think they can survive and be okay for like the next two years because they have a core two. Assuming Jamison, like to me, it's almost like we have three first round picks because we have Jamison Williams coming to play this year. True. So it's like we already have a first round wide receiver ready to rock. But I will say like the prototype that we don't have is like the big guy, like a T Higgins type guy that would be nice. But then it gets to the point where like when push comes to sub in four years, you probably can't pay all three receivers if they're all as good as you think they're going to be. But if you're trying to go for that window, That'd be pretty sick to have one of those guys, like a Quinton Johnson or like a taller guy later in the draft. It is a deep class. I wouldn't hate it, but I don't. It's not as high. I'm not high risk. Alex. Well, we've named. A I got bunch three of more positions. positions if you want me to go. Grant, these are needs. You can't just name six positions and act like they're all needs. Yeah, I think a I lot. Feel of, like I think a lot of drafts. I have another position need that nobody will think. Uh, you need a kicker. No, they signed Michael Batchelor, Evan. You need a kicker that we can trust. They signed him with they a better him. leg. Badge was okay. I said that might be a want. I do want Jake Moody. No, Some of these feel like wants. Jake Wide no, receiver Alfred is a want. Need. Well, yeah, I guess actually Chuck, Sizz- Chuck Sizzle is a want. A valuable kicker that can be on the roster for the next 15 years that you know can go out there and do their job. That's not going to lose us a game. Yeah, a true. linebacker Moody, is Moody a is want, a is a need. Well, why didn't you say that? You're like, well, that's obvious. So I'm not going to say See? this one. Okay, there's a debate. I don't think it's a need. I, ha- I do have it on my needs. But it's, it's a future lowest. need. I yes. think it's a need. I think it's a future need. I'd say yeah, next I year agree. it's a future need. You need to get faster and more athletic in that position. Well, there's a guy that I kind of like that doesn't. Well, he did a test crazy athletic. He doesn't look fast, but I think he'd be a stud. And I honestly, well, there's a guy at six that we should draft. He's technically an edge rusher, linebacker, but. Well, I'm talking, okay, linebacker, I'm saying inside, inside where the green dot type linebacker. Oh, a leader on the team. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I'm he not going to give it away 10. right now. Yeah, he did. D Winters. Oh. He's, a, he's actually sneaky athletic. I didn't realize it until he did his RAS testing, but he looks slow. But I think I if we drafted him, I would just start him over Anzalone. 
and let him Malcolm Cook. Jack Campbell's a dog, and he's going to be a dog in this league. The Iowa linebacker? Oh, yeah. He's he's sick. Now, Blake Corum he's... did juke him out of his shoes, which kind of scars me, but Jack Campbell's a really good football player. Um, yeah. The problem with that, the linebacker, it would have been need now, but with signing Anzalone, you have your top two. You have Derek Barnes floating behind them. You do need someone to groom. It's just I don't think you can do it early because, like, right now you're set. Unless you're in love with a guy, then you take them in round two or three. But linebackers don't go really round one anymore. Future need. Future need. Um, My immediate need this year, edge rusher. Still think we need it. Still think you need three bona fide dogs coming off the edge. I'm going to count Houston as a dog, but Houston could easily come down to earth. He was out of this world when he played. Hutch, I think you know what you're getting out of the Hutch. And then we do have some interesting guys who have been good in the past, but Houston, this is crazy. James Houston, Charles Harris, and Romeo Cora, all their contracts are coming up after this year, which is kind of wild because James Houston is basically a rookie, but his contract's already up. So you got you got to pay him if you want to keep him. James Houston's contracts are already up. Yeah, it's a weird because like we didn't sign him to the undrafted roster or whatever. How we got him? He's an exclusive Started the season on the practice squad. It's kind of a it's he's not going to be a UFA. It's ex- exclusive rights, which I looked up, Evan. So it's kind of like we have all the control, but you do have to then pay him what he's probably worth to keep him around. It's a very interesting situation. So in well, my Charles opinion, Charles Harris can leave his cap okay. in July. My Sorry, life. Charles, but <laughs> yeah. So like. Those guys are coming up, so you need a guy this year and can play in the future. You need a dog edge. What kind of rules are they making in the NFL? I don't know. It confused me. What the I, f- we didn't sign him from the draft. He got put on the practice squad. I don't think that's why. We signed so he him? didn't get his contract. No, he has a contract. He played for the We had to Lions. sign him to a one year. Yes, we had to sign him to a one year off the practice squad because any team could have taken him off the practice squad. So we just quickly signed him to a one year deal. I do think we don't have to pay him. I think there's it's exclusive rights free agents, so we're not the smartest guys for that, but I believe you don't have to pay him an absurd price because if you offer him something, he kind of has to accept it in a way. Or wait, if, or oh, play out. And then if, his, if his original team offers him a one-year contract at the league minimum, the player cannot negotiate with other teams. Boom, we're in. So it's kind of That's like a, what we... That's cheap, probably what we did. It's like a cheap franchise. No, that's what's coming up. He becomes that this offseason. Mm, bummer for him. He should get it's paid weird. a lot more than that. But we might I'm end up paying him, him more if he's good. I would hope so. I'll give him one and a half. Because then if you do that, then he becomes a UFA probably the next year, and then anyone can get him. So if you like him after this year, anyways. So that's why I think we need Edge. Evan, you said you had an off-the-wall one? Do no, I, my kicker was off-the-wall one. My last one then cornerback especially after okuda the only cornerback we have on this roster that's a dame in 2024 is cam sutton mosley one year cjgj one year one gonna get paid if he does well so then you just have cam sutton so i'm jerry Ab- jacobs and jerry jacobs well, so, well, he's safety he's kind of he? safety. Yeah, yeah technically mm-hmm. they could try to switch well, him back because we're deep safety well harris corner safety. Corn last year nickel whatever but I'm open. I don't want one at six, but I'm open to it. Pick at 18, pick in the second round cornerback. I think you need it now. Can help you this year because Okuda's gone if there's an injury and will help you in the future. That's really all the needs I have for this team. Yeah. Sounds like a lot for us. No safety. I was going to say, Grant, that's, 
That's all I have for the team. No eight, safety. Eight needs later. Don't need a running back. Don't Ooh. need one. Would want one. Would be I'd sick. Like one. But we signed David Montgomery to three years, so that's kind of tying you up. Swifty coming back, though. Correct. But don't need him. But I think your backup can just be mm. a bag of bread <laughs> behind Montgomery. Sign uh, someone. Although Bajan would be cheap on a rookie deal. Mm. Mm. Not in the first round. It wouldn't be that cheap. 18's cheap, Alex. It is. Don't argue with me on this. I've done all the math because I was. What is it? It's like you pay him a base salary of like a million to two million dollars. We paid David Montgomery five. Montgomery's cap hit is like two point six this year. And that gets higher. So we have two Bijan David Montgomery getting paid the same amount on the cap grant. Get out of here. Yeah, you would. It'd be cheap. Right a rock. Just draft a running back in the sport if you want to. Um, okay. That's your hint of draft talk. We'll do more in the coming weeks. College basketball to wrap the show up. We'll spend like 10 minutes here. We'll start, which I think is the biggest news. Tyson Walker is back with MSU. You guys got to be feeling good about that, right? Absolutely. I was never happy with getting that news from like a college athlete returning to the university you cheer for. Wow. Highest level. Never been more happy. Miles Bridges returning before he did all the bad stuff off the court was pretty big news. No, I was more happy for this. And even with the bad stuff, it was big news. It's huge news, actually. <laughs> I mean, he was a lottery pick. Yeah, Evan, you had to be more excited during that. No, during this. He announced it at the statue, and there were like thousand kids there, and it was like this huge thing. So this yeah. tells me then, based on that reaction, Evan, that he will become a top five Spartan basketball player. He might for already time. be for Evan, based yeah. on his reaction these days. Yeah, I like the guy. Alex yes. doesn't like him that much. Yes, I do. I'm just not going to declare him a top five player because he had a good season. Two point just... eight, Alex. You're so stupid. Who's two point eight? Two point eight. That's what the eighteenth pick is. Cap hit for t- next year. Grant's the one who gave the cap hit. That's super was less than that. No, Two million would be expensive. Grant was saying that it's cheap. It was around that. He ballparked that number. 2.8 is the same as David Montgomery, Evan. That's still yeah, that's paying that a much. premium running back. That's David Montgomery first year. David Montgomery second and third years is going to get higher because we did gymnastics. I don't care about the money as much as Evan does, so... You can spend it all. I do for. Money. I only do for running backs because you do not. We can pay running burn backs. it all to the ground. I don't care how Brad spends it as long as he spends it. Well, six picks only him. getting five, just under five and a half. Sorry, got sidetracked. Had to look uh, it up. Swift, yeah, Swift. That's tough. Um, I still think back to the first time I saw Tyson Walker on campus when he came dancing into the bar we were at. I'm like, that guy's going to be the point guard for this team, and look at him now. He's an absolute dog and totally shifts the balance in title odds for next year. And not a point guard. That's so semantics. The guy you want to have the ball in their hands at the end. He of the can. Game. He can run the offense. He is asked to do that at times. So he, he like, won't. I don't think he'll be asked much to do that next. He's year. a scoring guard. Fine. Yes, I think he'll semantics. be solely scoring guard next year. He won't need to be dribbling up the floor ever. Think he's going to be like total confidence next year, or still have games where he's afraid to shoot? I'm sure he'll still have the games where he doesn't shoot for six minutes. I think like after he saw the reaction, how much his fan base loves him, and he has the palm of his hands, he's going to just be the guy. It might rub people the wrong way, too, but he's going to be the guy. I don't think so. I don't know. He did have confidence issues his first year, so if he if he goes cold, maybe. 
He's, I think he's gotten over it. He'll be fine. Shout out to listener Connor. Call the shot. People called him crazy. Alex called him crazy. Said that's not going to happen. He didn't say it's not going to happen. He said that's that's not true. Not what you can infer. But I just Connor said you right. can't predict based on his body language at senior day. But everyone thought he was coming back. He can and Connor did, and he was right. So good for him. Malik Hall also came back. I don't want to brush over that, but I don't think it's nearly as exciting as Tyson Walker. Um, I'm happy. It definitely matters. Health is a question. My favorite. I've he seen surgery a lot of last week. The fan base, you're lying to yourself if you haven't cursed his name and also loved him at different times throughout his career. He Only knows love that. Over here. Only he knows love. that as well. Only love. Only love. I mean, this is He's like our a, best player the first month of the season. He could Only have love. a Joey moment where uh, every, he does a great year and people cheer his name and he cries like Joey did. Like that could happen. But they've kind of had similar arcs where people have been very down on them and also have loved them at points. Hmm. But good depth. It helps. A lot of depth. Could be an interesting situation where there's a guy behind him that should probably play, but maybe Booker plays center now, which would be sweet for you guys. I think he probably should. I think Booker should probably play center. Sorry, I think Soko. Booker's got to gain 30 pounds in the offseason. I think the Big Ten is going to change away from the big guys. Zach Eady is back, dude. Yeah, because he otherwise he'd be playing in China. We can't let Zach Eady win. Nothing wrong with that, Evan. Can't do it. That's um, why Tyson's back. Speaking of that, the ceiling and early expectations for this team. I need to hear it from you guys before I say what I want to say. Win the Big Ten. Okay. Regular season. Yep. Okay. That's it? I was going to ask a question. I'm going to follow up more, Alex. What's our draw? He's going to say. He's thinking Correct. about the draw. He's all right. about the draw. But you Fuck have to get to the second Final weekend. Final four. Final four to the bust. Second weekend and then it's actually obviously. really it's title game or bust. No. Other teams will play out. You'll see how other freshmen play transfers. Alex? Big Ten or bust. Big Ten regular season. Big Ten regular season or Gets bust. Second weekend. Play for Final four or bust. All right. That made it easy because I wrote down regular season champions and Final Four or bust. So I just combined them. That's what I just said. I don't know if you're combining or saying one or the other. But yeah, it has to no, be both. both. It has to be both. I guess if you don't win a regular season, then you win the Big Ten tournament and go to the Final Four, it'll still feel sweet. But regular season's a lot harder to do. A lot harder to do. Um, and this, the odds bear it out. I looked on FanDuel, early odds. You got UConn as number one with plus 1,100. You got Duke and you got Duke at plus 1,300. And you have Kentucky, Houston, MSU all tied at plus 1,500. So you're tied for third with best national title odds. Does it feel uncomfortable? Does it feel good? We've been in this situation, Grant. Mm. A lot of pressure. I like being the underdog role. Evan, I knew Evan would be like, I don't want, I don't want to be. Evan hates guy. expectations, but it's part remember, of being a good program. Remember when Evan unranked Michigan State football? In football, they lost to Purdue. every week. <laughs> no, every week he was saying that we should be ranked. He kicked them out of the top twenty-five or whatever it was. So top ten. Absurd. So absurd. <laughs> um, other side, other school. Caleb Luff is headed to Michigan. Sucks. Alex, you dislike him. Get your stats. I'm not off. doing this for the third time. Give your time. stats. Just give your I'm stats. I'm not doing this for the third time. No, you high average 16.7 points last year. On he's the most inefficient conference. basketball player in the country. He shot 32% from the field, not from three. He shot 29% from three, and he shot 16 times a game and scored 16 a game on 16 shots. Doesn't pass the ball. He turns the ball over. 
and he doesn't play defense. Well, there's dysfunction on your team. You're probably not going to pass it to somebody. And Evan will say, "Well, he had a great. He's had a great six games." Grant will say, "Oh, he had a great six games. Great run. tournament. Yeah, yes. he did. He did. He should have went pro after that because he's had three full seasons and a gajillion starts, and he's been inefficient the entire time, other than a six game stretch. That's just what he is." And you so can just go out your line. Better. No, look it up. It's just so it's a hundred percent a fact. So he can't get better. It's hard to imagine he's going to make some big leap now after he's played ninety games and decided. So AJ's not going to make big leap either. AJ's improved every single season, and AJ is a better three point shooter than Caleb Love and a so more Caleb efficient scorer than Caleb Love. With a new scenery, new coaching staff. Sure, he can. Oh, buddy, but you the said ceiling's you won't. pretty low, Evan. Oh, you said you won't. Gotcha. Okay. See where you stand on. Athlete trying to get better than next year. He hasn't improved in his three years. I love having Evan in my corner for this Michigan guy. It's, this just, was just it's stunning to just watch everyone year. blinded because he had such a sweet tournament. Evan, he's been on that roster for three seasons, a roster that went to the title game. Caleb Love. And his stats are his stats. Yes. Could make Evan a Michigan fan. And I'm here his for it. His stats are his stats. <laughs> you can't argue them. I have a stat. This is the only stat I wrote down. Because you can't write the other ones down. It's a deep one. It's it's off the wall kind of efficiency. The last yeah, the time his team something. made the tournament, they made the title game. That's a stat. That's a stat. That is that's a stat. Facts. Now it's he not ended Coach K's career. He ended Coach K's career. That's a stat. That's a he stat. should have went to the NBA after that game. That's also because that well, was his that. highest draft stock. He could have. That. It's such a tough thing because. You're not wrong, Alice. I'm not going to sit here and tell you your stats are wrong because they're facts. You can't argue facts. Your, your, your facts are facts. He's inefficient. I just think and you probably you might agree with it. I think they're a desperate basketball team. I think they didn't have to make this move, but I don't dislike it because they had no they didn't have a lot of talent. And people are going to. I think I saw. I'm going to give Ant Wright credit because he put it in my brain and got me thinking about different guards. He is the most explosive, athletic, potential for talent point guard they've had since Trey Burke on the team. Like you see the guy with the ball in his hand, and you're like, wow, that guy's a baller. The way he gets to the rim, the way he can step back on people, will that make him a good college basketball player at Michigan? I have no idea. But the potential, which is a dirty little word, is what <laughs> captivates you about this guy. It's like the potential is there. Like can Juwan – be more of a disciplinarian than UNC's coach name is Hubert Davis. That's his name, right? Hubert Davis, yeah. Yeah. One year of Roy Which Williams, I- two years of Hubert Davis. Okay. It's tough. It's tough. No one's denying that he can fill it up and drop 40 and be incredible. Everyone's seen it. He did it for a tournament run. Yeah. It's just, you know, on a random night in January in Minnesota when he goes two for 26 and you lose by 10. Like, that's that's what you're going to get with him. Or he's going to drop 40 at the Breslin Center and beat Michigan State. That's just, like, what he's going to do. Yeah, I think uh, hitting the title so game, like, the night so after. So, you're it's common for athletes to have up and downs throughout the season. Up not, the season. No, not, not even remotely on the level that he does. He's just he's too inefficient. He's are, too inefficient. The lows are jarring, but the highs are just so like they just blind you. He has so the sure widest range of like any he player. Still can't get better this upcoming season on the shooting. Sure, he could. He could get better. Sure. I just don't know how he's going to go into a little lesser talented team than he just left and not do the exact same thing. Like he's he went into a situation where it's going to be all about him again. 
with less it talent. It was not about Amanda Baycott. I mean, sure, yeah, they had they had better guys around him that he's going to have in Michigan, but that is even more worrisome because that means he's just going to shoot even more. It's a all in cards all in. Alex. It doesn't mean he's actually going to shoot more. No, but I'm not going to just sit here and act like Jawan knows what he's doing. I can't. I can't act like he knows what he's doing. It's an all in moment for Coach Howard. Chips are on the table. If he it could can, work, if he gets this kid to turn around, like he's going to win a lot of good praise about coaching and how to manage kids. He'll buy himself quite a few years if he makes Caleb Love like All American Player of the Year level type of player, hey, which he has the capability has to be. Michigan has a star on their team, and it's good for them. Yeah, it's he good for Michigan because argument. they have nothing. Yeah, that was my argument. He could be a He's Bradley Beal, though. He could be a James yes, Harden type guy, or he could be, you know, a higher level. He could be a John Moran. Is Hunter Dickinson a, a star, Evan? Oh, she's a star for yes. Hunter Dickinson is unfortunately a star just because of the name, and everybody in America knows who he is. So if you know who they are and everyone knows who they are, they're auto star. He's a polarized figure that everybody talks about. You said Marcus Noel sucked and you say Caleb Love is a star. Well, I hate Noel because Caleb Love never hurt me. Yeah, he will this year and then you'll hate him. Caleb Love has a better NBA future than Noel does. Irrelevant, really, in the game of college basketball. Oh, so you're telling me that it's irrelevant about NBA projection. So you're telling me Caleb Love should have left for the NBA. I'm just saying comparing how they're going to play in college doesn't matter if they can go to the NBA or not. Tyson Walker is better than 95% of college basketball players, and he's not going to play in the NBA. Come on, Baldwin, sadly. Cassius. He did for a little bit. did for a little bit. Player of the year. Denzel, you guys, not really much Evan, of an do you NBA think Caleb player. Love's the best guard in the Big Ten? There was a Michigan account oh that tweeted that. Fucking God. <laughs> no. I'm not gonna say his name. I don't wanna I don't wanna give him any pub. Bad pub, but it was hilarious. It caused quite not it just caused arguments. I for the record, I disavow that tweet. He is not. He could be though. Like that's the thing about the kid. If sure. Could, yes. It's just hard to think that this potential is going to now blossom yeah. ninety one games later. It's not like Michigan's been the cleanest run program during these three years. No, stretch. no, they've had a lot no. of drama. He's not so. going to a tight knit program where he's going to get his head on straight. My last Michigan thing is that I still keep seeing people saying that with these additions we can lure Hunter back. Please stop. I nobody wants Hunter Dickinson back in Michigan. We are better off without Hunter Dickinson. I cannot be more clear about that. I would rather go. Oh, in 20, oh, in 30 without Hunter Dickinson, then go 15 and 15 and miss the tournament with Hunter Dickinson. Be wild when he goes to Kansas of all places. I think it makes sense. Big school. Going, always- going to a place that's going to screw his head on tight, that might work for him. Kansas screws so your head on really tight? They're not really run correctly over there. Kansas, Bill well, Sully run it well enough wants. to win a title. Yeah. We got class guys. Not- I don't think anyone's like Bill One Self. One of their players attempted to beat another player with that was a like stool ten years ago. <laughs> it was pretty recent. Ten years ago, that was not. No, that was pretty recent. Ago. That was like twenty eighteen, maybe twenty nineteen, twenty eighteen. Listen, that, everyone's I mean, got a bad like, apple. Do you think that was in twenty thirteen? It felt like we were still in high school. No, that was like high def television. The we were in college, probably. They're not twenty sixteen. They're not. They're better. Obviously, but they're not like disciplinarian coach. It's not like going to Tony Bennett in Virginia. It's oh, like, that would never work. Of all the places, gonna, though, I just thought Kansas would be a weird fit for him. It might. I think 
any of the blue bloods make sense. Really. No, this happened in 2020. <laughs> During COVID? Stuff out. Right before COVID. Right before. Uh, that makes sense because the COVID caused a lot of people to forget how time worked. And then last thing is just uh, keep on the Butler Bulldogs. They're back. So... Bear Brooks is a Butler Bulldog. I have the hype video done. It will be dropping maybe tomorrow morning, maybe tonight. My joke turned into a reality. This was 10 years ago and it happened three years ago. Yeah, listen, Evan, I (laughs) moved on. Ass take. I don't think Kansas is a bad program. For a guy that prides himself on memory. I think they're a good program. A a coach that has been suspended multiple times for sanctioned violations isn't uh, ultimately, all I look at is, did they win a national championship last year? Get FBI yes. investigated into your program? All right. Well, that is the show. Hope everyone has a good week. Um, I guess enjoy NBA playoffs. Oh, quickly, I think I know your guys' team. Evan, you got to be Bucks again, yep. I imagine. Giannis. Alex, you are for sure the Suns because you like Ishbia and Chris Paul. And it's mainly Chris Paul. Oh, and Ishbia. You love Ishbia. Well, I mean, I don't I love, love him, Sam Houston, but from Michigan State. I just love yeah, that he's he's ours and we can claim him. I was looking at the standings. I don't really see any team that catches my eye. I decide I'm just going to be a big fan of any team that faces the Lakers. So yes. that is I, just, behind that, I will be rooting for the Lakers in the sense that I just want to see Grant squirm. That's it. That's all That's I want. disingenuous because you're not a LeBron guy sure. anymore, so you should come to my side. I'm still rooting for the Suns over the Lakers if they play, so... I had to do that last time, too. And I knocked him out. It was great. Can't wait to take Snapchat videos of LeBron complaining. <laughs> Probably right after this. Okay. Are they playing yeah. right now? Yeah, playing tonight. But if they lose, they're still in it. There's um, seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're winning 10-9. All right. Well, everyone enjoy your night. Have a good week. Hope you enjoy this. And uh, cheers to episode 116. Cheers. Cheers.